Welcome to Kachemak Currents, brought to you by the Center for Alaskan Coastal Studies. Spring and summer in Alaska bring the return of seasonal visitors like migratory songbirds and shorebirds. Along with this heightened activity in the sky is the return of another animal that is harder to spot and perhaps not as well known. Alaska is home to around six different species of bats, with most of that species diversity being down in the southeast. Bats generally prefer warmer temps, so Alaska is not a place they would normally be associated with. But one species, the little brown bat, has even been found north of Fairbanks, raising a lot of questions about exactly what it is they do to survive the harsh Alaskan winters. Many bat species, including the little brown bat, are known to migrate in colder months in the rest of the continental U.S. However, most of these migrations are only a couple hundred miles. Bats found north of the Alaska range are well beyond these short migration links in order to reach warmer temps, and scientists have good reason to believe that they are instead hibernating through the winter. But where? In some areas, the answer is buildings, trees, caves, or even large rock piles. But in others, where things like that are scarce, scientists still aren't sure. Weighing about as much as a quarter, possessing a surprisingly long lifespan of over 20 years, and boasting a range that covers most of North America, little brown bats face a number of threats to their survival. In Alaska, much of that threat is caused by habitat loss, as trees used for roosting are lost to logging operations. But across the rest of the continent, the biggest threat to survival is a fungal infection known as white-nose syndrome, which is steadily wiping out bats in eastern North America. While scientists are particularly interested in Alaskan populations of these animals in their study of white-nose syndrome, they're also interested in just how they are surviving in Alaska when there are a number of ecological factors working against them. Bats typically come out to hunt for insects after sunset, which means that many of the bats living in Alaska have a pretty limited hunting time in the summer months. To combat this potential hurdle in the amount of food they can get, researchers have found that some bats, particularly those in the southeast, have turned to spiders as a way to provide a higher food mass when hunting. But never fear, all you who are hoping for mosquito vindication, bats can also put away well over 1,000 mosquitoes or similarly sized insects in a single hour of hunting. In order to do so, they emit a rapid series of high-frequency clicks, octaves above what humans can hear, to hone in on their prey. Similar to other Alaskan mammals, female bats are capable of something called delayed implantation meaning that they are able to mate during the fall, but not fertilize the egg until closer to spring. Unlike other mammals this size, bats give birth to only a single pup each year. This pup will cling to the mother for about three weeks until it can fly on its own. Since they aren't migrating, little brown bats need to find two different kinds of roosts, one in the summer that females can congregate in to give birth and raise their young, and one in the winter, known as a hibernaculum, where they safely hibernate in large groups. Because white-nose syndrome often spreads most quickly in these winter roosting sites, it's particularly important to scientists right now to find out where these bats go during the colder months. There's still a lot of question marks surrounding bats in Alaska, around both their current patterns and their future survival. Researchers who are studying them have their work cut out, as a bat's size, weight, and habits make them notoriously difficult to track. It's an area where community science often comes into play, as scientists rely on data collected by the public around things like summer and winter roosts to provide a clearer picture of these important critters. This is Shannon Moore, and this has been Kachemak Currents, brought to you by the Center for Alaskan Coastal Studies, which has been connecting you with the nature of Kachemak Bay through education and stewardship for 40 years. Music